Welcome to your dose of football 24-7. He's John McMullen, and I am Tone DeShields, the second year humble host. Thank you guys so much for locking in on another day of coverage for your Philadelphia Eagles. Training camp has been in full effect, you guys, and so much more to talk about, so much more that we're going to learn about your Philadelphia Eagles. But without further ado, let's get into the nitty-gritty. John, how are you feeling, my man? Uh, doing well. Last day of camp in Philadelphia, at least. Really? So yeah. pretty much once – well, after today, there's there's no more training camp in Philadelphia. Well, no more that you guys have access to? No, no more training camp. Training camp – the training camp portion is officially over in Philadelphia. Um, the next time the Eagles will be back practicing – it will be for regular season mode uh, and and the Detroit Lions on September 11th. So back-to-back weeks on the road, starting Thursday in Cleveland. Then they make a quick trip back, but no practices. And then they're down to Miami for joint practices there. And then when they finally get back to Philadelphia in practice, it will be regular season mode so that means what that means for reporters like us is we get to watch the first 20 minutes of practice or so and then we are shown the door so to speak <laughs> so this is the last full practice in philadelphia we could observe that happened today wow so you mentioned these guys are going to be going on the road soon uh to face off against these uh these cleveland browns and joint training camp and eventually the preseason uh, the Sunday. So um, I'm curious to know what was your observations from the Philadelphia Eagles today uh, in training camp uh, the last day? Uh, I think the offense saved the best for last. Uh, they had a good day. Right. Um, I counted five touchdowns from Jalen Hurts. Now, part of it was a lot of red zone work. So you're down there. So if you remember way back, they sort of bookended this way back in practice number one. They started with all red zone work, so they scored a number of touchdowns simply because it's easy to easier to score from inside the twenty than going the length of the field. Obviously, so they did a lot of red zone work today, um, but it was an effective day for the offense as a whole. The only thing that changed with the defense was no Marcus Epps. He was out with a back injury. So maybe Marcus Epps means more than we think. Uh, the Eagles are certainly shuffling the deck chairs at safety to see who they have as depth. And, you know, bringing in uh, Ugo Amadi, we'll see where he fits in. He played nickel back, but he's a natural safety. Uh, but he played nickel in Seattle good special teams players well that could be the thought process because the eagles need help theirs but um right now it's pretty shaky behind the starters marcus epps and anthony harris at safety in fact today without marcus epps um josiah scott got first team reps reed blankenship got first team reps um and Kayvon wallace got a few at the end of practice uh, only at the end of practice. So you can see they're trying to rotate guys in there and see who is capable of holding down that slot. One guy who hasn't gotten any first-team reps 
and the entire training camp <laughs> portion in Philadelphia. The people's chant. Chikwaski <laughs> Tart, not one first team rep the entire summer. And you tried to tell people early on, you tried to make it very clear that <clears throat> nine times out of 10, he's just a body. I mean, he has experience, right? But you named a lot of guys, Marcus Epps, Anthony Harris, um, other guys, um, you know, Shasha um, Ray, uh, uh, Kavon Wallace, uh, Josiah Scott, who's pretty much that hybrid um, um, safety and corner. Um, and they bring in this kid, uh, Ugo uh, Amadi from the uh, from the Seahawks um, via the J.J. Arthur Whiteside trade. Um, all prayers to those guys. Uh, but, man, so much depth added now, but you still don't really know who's really standing out outside of Marcus Epps, outside of Anthony Harris. You know, Tart doesn't really seem like he's taking full advantage of his opportunities. Um, what do you think adding Ugo Amadi does to their room from a competitive standpoint? Um, Maybe nothing. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a player for player trade. So if you look at the history of those things, um, when they happen this late, um, a lot of times it doesn't work out. Uh, uh, you're coming, Eli Harold, for instance, is a player. Howie Roseman acquired um, uh, for Ryan Bates. And uh, Ryan Bates was an undrafted uh, rookie free agent. Uh, that year and basically uh, he has turned into a starting offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills which is a pretty good team Eli Harold obviously um, didn't even make the Eagles coming in that late so at jacobsports.com I went through the history of Howie Roseman's August trades uh, you can check it out there uh, the 2.0 version as I like to call them so 2016 forward in 2016, he traded Dennis Kelly to Tennessee for Doriel Green Beckham. Uh, people remember that trade. Kelly actually played pretty well for Tennessee at times. DGB didn't do anything for Philadelphia. The best trade was probably the Super Bowl season. That's when they traded Jordan Matthews in a third-round pick uh, to Buffalo for Ronald Darby. Now, Ronald got hurt early in that year, but he was able to come back and was a starting cornerback on a Super Bowl team, so you can't really criticize that. I mentioned the Bates trade. That was 2019. Uh, Ryan Bates to the Bills for Eli Harold, who didn't make the team. Um, in 2019, they also traded Bruce Hector uh, to the Arizona Cardinals for Rudy Ford. That one worked out. Rudy was a heck of a special teams player. Probably the last really, really dominant special teams player the Eagles have had, but he left for Jacksonville in free agency. Um, those are the player-for-player player trades they've made in August. Typically, you know, Seattle, understand, Seattle was going to cut uh, Ugo Amati. The Eagles were going to cut JJ. So you flip it, you know, you need help. In the defensive backfield, you need help on special teams. Maybe it works out for you. Uh, Seattle needs more help in the wide receiver room because I think they're going to move J.J. back to wide receiver. Maybe it works out for him. But it's just a flyer this late in the process. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at Ugo Amadi and say, that's a crutch. This is going to be a part of that team. He, he might not even make the final 53. Yeah, and, and that cut down date is uh, August 12th. 
well, for the for the final fifty three, that's August thirtieth. But you know, I was just thinking, you know, this this guy Ugo Amadi, he's really been used heavily in special teams with the, with the uh, Seattle Seahawks, and I was just <clears> curious <throat> to know, uh, do you think he can make, I guess, make a make a home for himself? Uh, in Philadelphia on special teams. Um, the special teams have struggled. So, I mean, they can use all the help they can get, right? Yeah, that's where I would think he's got the best chance of making this team if he can prove because they need help badly on special teams coverage. Um, they need help everywhere except kicker, basically. Um, they were poor in punt coverage, poor in kickoff <laughs> coverage last year. It hasn't looked much better this summer. So, yeah, if he can come in and be one of those gunners on, on punt coverage, that's that's his easiest avenue to make this team. That's how Rudy Ford made this team because um, he was so good at it. Uh, that would be the avenue more likely than playing in the defensive backfield. Um, special teams would be the most likely option for him to make the team. Yeah, and, and I mean, they've already made cuts at – you know, his position, right? They've cut uh, Jer- um, Jimmy Moreland, uh, you know, Jared Maiden. They've gotten rid of guys like that. They've also cut uh, Lance Lenore at wide receiver. Um, you know, who do you anticipate um, being on the on, on the chopping block next come August 23rd? Um, you know, a lot of it this time of year has to do with health. For instance, everybody today um, was waved injured. So they really can't. Jared Maiden didn't practice today. Um, Jimmy Moreland um, practiced in a limited fashion, uh, but he had just came back, uh, come back from a number of practices out with an ankle injury. Um, The Eagles need bodies. Um, So, you know, it's not necessarily, if you look at, sort of roster Olympics and you look at what happened last week against the Jets, you know, guys like Christian Elise didn't play. Um, guys like Mario Goodrich didn't play, but they're still here. And in the case of good, actually Elise is injured as well, but as Goodrich, he's healthy. So, you know, when you go into this Cleveland game, you don't want to play your starters. So you need backups that are healthy. And one of the reasons the guys who were cut today were cut is because they're not healthy and they probably aren't going to be able to play on Sunday. So you keep the guys who can play on Sunday. And that'll be the same thing next week, which is the cut from 85 to 80, which is not really that big a deal. Then you have the big cut from 80 to 53, which is the big one. Right. So – they're basing at this point, at least, um, if you you know if if you're not good to go, you know we can't have you on this team. Um, they need they need bodies that can that can yeah. get things done. You know, hence you know Brent Covey just made the cut in terms of his health, right? He he was back to full action. Um, and yeah, he's he was out he, there. Yeah, he's yeah, a bad he, doctor. He's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> right, you said he uh he told he told the guy he told you guys that he tore ligaments in his thumb, right? Yes, yes. Told us flat out he tore ligaments in his thumb. I and guess he's just—I guess he's just a doctor on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know that brings me to these undrafted guys, um, guys that are fighting for um, roster spots: Josh Job, uh, Mario Goodrich, Brenton Covey, Devin Allen. Um, how do you see these guys faring? Um, you know, once cuts start to uh, 
you know, take take. <clears throat> well, I always say, and this is true of every NFL team, not just the Eagles. One, at least one undrafted guy's making it. Uh, GMs love it, love it, love to point to the undrafted guy and say, "Look what I found." And it's not just Howie Roseman. Last year it was Jack Stoll, for instance. <clears throat> this year, somebody's going to make it. Um, the most obvious choice was Carson Strong. He ain't making this team. He didn't even get one team rep today. Um, he has just not performed well. The two guys coming on are Josh Job, who you mentioned, and, and Reed Blankenship, um, who I mentioned got some first-team reps. Uh, those are the two guys to keep an eye on. Uh, they have a legitimate chance to make this team. Um, and right now, you know, I still think the Eagles are looking for help at safety. I still think the Eagles are looking for help at backup tight end. I still think the Eagles are looking for help at running back. Um, there could be more trades coming. There could be waiver wire pickups when you get down to 53. Um, so there's more things to come, but an undrafted guy is going to make it. And right now, if you're a betting man, I would focus on those two players, Josh Job and Reed Blankenship. <clears throat> okay. Now, what about those back-end drafted guys, right? Guys like uh, Karan Johnson, uh, Grant Cacotero. I know Grant hasn't been able to practice much of, much at all, yet he started off pretty strongly. Um, what, do you, what do you anticipate his future being uh, on his roster? Will he be a practice squad guy most likely because he didn't get the reps? or? Yeah, it, Grant Calcaterra is a tough one because – you know, they almost counted on him um, to be a part of this team, which is weird for a six-round pick. But he's kind of a unique six-round pick. He's not a six-round talent. You know, if he didn't go what he went through in college, you're probably talking about a third, maybe a fourth-round pick at worst. Um, so he's got talent. Uh, he went through the concussion issue. That's not a problem. But – he, you know, he hasn't been on the field. He, he, as you mentioned, he looked great early. And then all of a sudden he, he, he strains his hamstring making a catch and he hasn't been seen since. So I don't know how the Eagles can count on him. And while he's been out, uh, Noah uh, Tungiai has performed very, very well to the point where I had to learn how to pronounce his name because he might make this football team. And he looked buried at the beginning of training camp. And to me, he's been their second best tight end behind, uh, obviously, Dallas Goddard. Uh, the Eagles seem to like Jack Stoll a little bit more than I do. Uh, but I don't know how they don't keep Noah Tungiai over Grant Calcaterra. But those draft choices, man, GMs don't like to cut them. So it's going to be interesting. Speaking of counting on someone, someone that the Philadelphia Eagles haven't really been able to count on as of late, just because of health, is Miles Sanders. Um, word is that leg injury has become a groin injury. Um, can you fill the people in? Can you fill me in on, the, I guess, the latest around the uh, I was a hamstring. Um, hamstring, excuse me, and, hamstring. And he, he did miss practice today. Uh, he was out there, though. And I always say it's a good indication – that if you're hurt, but you're out there watching practice, it's not that serious. Um, Precautionary measures. Yeah. 
um, they're going to, as I say all the time, they're going to err on the side of caution with any kid. James Bradbury got hurt today, had to go in the medical tent. So, you you know, you're like, oof. You see him walking in the medical tent. Then he comes out. He stays out of practice. He doesn't return to practice, but he's watching. That's a really good sign that there's nothing significantly wrong. Um, so anytime you see the guys on the field, Miles was on the field, they're just being cautious. And, you know, but I get it because, you know, what's today's date, Tone? August 16th, um, you know, September 11th. You got a long time, and and the goal is to get Miles Sanders healthy for September 11th, not to make sure he's playing against Cleveland or Miami, even in joint practices, if he's not 100%. Hey, you can't argue with that. Uh, you guys are tuned into Football 24-7 with John McMullen. I am your humble host, Tone DeShields II. Make sure you guys are continuing to smash that like button on the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you guys are, most importantly, subscribed to the channel as well. And we need you guys to turn on your notification bell. The notification bell, make sure you're fully aware whenever we drop content, whenever we go live, whenever Jacob Sports is making a move. That notification bell will keep you abreast. So make sure you guys are locked. I in. didn't know about the notification bell. You're telling yeah. me something new, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how you survive in this YouTube game, John. How do you think I got this job with Jacob? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the bell. Yeah. I didn't know about the bell. It's all about ringing that bell, right? Also, make sure you guys continue to stay engaged in the content as well. It really helps the content grow, and it just shows how much traction and uh, engagement um, we have going on. And engagement is how you get people to stick around. Uh, no one likes a quiet live chat, so we love when you guys get rambunctious. We love when you guys get a little spicy, even if it's at our own expense. Nonetheless, yeah, that tone loves it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. It, it can be. A, it's a gift and a curse, right? Yeah, the, it's the curse. <laughs> the way you survive it, John, is you try your hardest to not look at it. You know, you just 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 keep watching the numbers go up. Just keep watching. What the, you, I, I don't look at it at all. I know. <laughs> I know better, man. I've been doing this a long time. Don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. Oh, man. One time I got caught down a rabbit hole reading comments and man, I had to uh, reevaluate with some no, things. No. <laughs> one Can't time, do it. Then one you're time. jailing Rager. Bang. <laughs> Then you turn into Jalen Rager. Also, you guys, make sure you guys check out the Jacob Sports website, jacobsports.com, if you want more from John McMullen. Also, from our new writers, Joe Santilaquito and Paul Domowicz, the Hall of Fame voter. That's J-A-K-I-B sports.com. If you want more, art, if you're an avid reader, articles are on there as well. And if you want to, if you want to learn more about the Jacob Sports roster, our host and, and all people involved, you can check out the website as well. And we have the best postgame show. Coming very, very soon at the start of the Philadelphia Eagles 2022 season. That is the best postgame show in town, which includes Derek Gunn, Mike Missanelli, Seth Joyner, and the lovely Devin Caney. Hopefully, this team doesn't get too rambunctious. Hopefully, they don't cause too much of a stir because this is going to be the dopest, the most electric, the most, the most zesty post-game show in the Philadelphia area that's going to be covering your Philadelphia Eagles. So make sure you guys stay locked in on that. You can catch it on the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. And on top of that, you can be you can lock in on that on 6abc.com. Now, 
John, I wanna I wanna pick your brain a little bit more about uh, Jalen Hurts' performance in training camp. Um, you know, can you fill me in on I guess the the type of throws they were making? I know you said they they did they did a lot of red zone work, so pretty much everything had to be twenty yards uh, or less, right? So, um, did did he did he have any deep shots at any point uh, in seven on sevens or <laughs> intermediate? What was your evaluation of Jalen Hurts? Yeah, he, uh, had a, he had a nice deep shot to AJ Brown on on the right sideline which Jalen's really good at man that that little deep ball down the right sideline about 35 40 yards same thing people saw at Lincoln Financial Field now uh by that point Bradbury was out uh so it was Josh Job um trying to deal with AJ Brown that did not that went about as well as expected um for Josh uh, and and Kayvon Wallace, I believe, was in at safety as well. So that was kind of a mismatch uh, trying to cover somebody like A.J. Brown for those guys. But um, it's a great throw from Jalen. And he's got a real feel for that one particular deep throw, which is right down the right sideline. When he gets the ball out on time um, – He's he's really got a nice touch on it, and you've seen that pretty consistently throughout camp. Uh, but the key is, it's got to be out, man. And and a lot of that is just trust in the receiver. And when you have somebody as good as AJ Brown, just get it out there because it it you know if if the corner does have great coverage, he's going to make sure it's incomplete. And if it works out like it did today, it's a it's a big play. Yeah, so um, you mentioned AJ Brown. Uh, what you know, and chemistry is important, and being able to trust these guys. Um, have, have there been any other, I guess, standouts at the skill position that are that are beginning to, I guess, um, up their chemistry um, with Jalen Hurts? Anybody you've noticed? Uh, Devontae, since he's come back, seems to be you know one of the few times, and this was a really positive sign. Uh, Jalen Hurts flushed to his left threw a fastball at Devontae Smith who kind of leaped up and caught the football. Typically when Jalen goes left, you kind of cringe and say, "Uh uh-oh, what's going to happen here? Uh, That's what Tampa Bay did in the playoffs. Um, Earlier in this camp, he rolled left, tried to throw it across his body, turned into an interception. This one was a nice throw, good mechanics, uh, put a lot on it. And Devontae Smith was able to to raise up and catch the football. So that was uh that was that was a positive. So this rolling left thing with Jalen Hurts, have they been making it a point to really sharpen that, I guess, tool in his toolkit? No. Uh, no, because you know it's not that he should be able to do it. Look, it's very difficult for right-handed quarterbacks to go against their body and you know throw meaningful passes that their their sort of talking point on that is live to play another down so to speak in other words look okay. if they do a good job you know run the football get what you can get throw it out of bounds go to the next down uh just don't make that costly mistake of a play um because that's what can really help you, hurt you. 
So that's what. Okay, so that you you just expanded on something for me. Now, everyone's always used that same talking point of just give him the roll to his left and he's useless. But most quarterbacks rolling to their left are, I guess, virtually useless. The 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 problem yeah, comes right-handed. in right-handed. Yeah, right. right and right, most right-handed quarterbacks guy, are right-handed. You don't ex- see, exactly. You know. So the the problem comes in when he goes against the grain in terms of his decision-making. He doesn't live to fight another day. It's not necessarily him having to improve rolling to his left. It's the fact that he doesn't make good decisions rolling to his left. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's part of both. He doesn't throw the ball well, typically, when going left. But as you mentioned, that's not necessarily strange. Uh, It's not comfortable for quarterbacks to go that direction uh, when they're right-handed. Uh, but yeah, the bigger the bigger issue is the decision making, and you know one of the parts Jalen and 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 Shane Steichen called it one of his superpowers is extending plays and making things happen. Um, what they're trying to say is, all right, you know if you're out to the right, let's tap into those superpowers. If they flush you left. You know, maybe don't tap into those superpowers. So uh, rolling right, they want Superman. Rolling left, they want Clark Kent. Pretty much. That's a good way of putting it. Um, it, it and, you know, maybe it improves. Um, and maybe it becomes a bigger part of his game. But, you know, Russell Wilson's good at it when he does that little pirouette and comes out the back end. Um, but the key to it is your mechanics, your lower body, you got to square up if you're going the opposite direction. You have to you have to have flawless mechanics and make sure your shoulders are squared up to throw the football effectively, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, maybe. But um, you know, right now it hasn't been there. And and by the way, he's gonna see it because Todd Bowles showed everybody what to do. Uh, once they start game planning. You're going to see teams try to funnel Jalen Hurts out of the pockets of the left, and and we're going to see how he handles it. Yeah, and you know what makes Superman so special, right? Is that he knows when to be Superman and he knows when to be Clark Kent, and I think that's what Jalen Hurts is going to have to master, right? That's the next stage in his development. Obviously, get becoming better as a passer, but also knowing when to use his his power um, and knowing when to actually allow the defense or I'm sorry, allow the offense to work for him and just take what the defense gives him. Um, that's going to be really interesting to keep up with. Uh, we're going to, we're going to begin to close out the show. Uh, one final question for you, John. Um, you know, we talked about these uh, Cleveland Browns um, joint practices coming up along with the Miami Dolphins. I'm curious to know, how do these normally flow? Um, do they have, um, do, 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 does uh, both teams, first teams uh, go against each other? Do they mix and match first team versus second team? How do these normally go? Uh, it's usually, First team against first team, second team against second team, and you know the few reps the third team gets. Um, but you're you want to test yourself, right? So you're not really testing yourself against the backups from the other teams. So um, you know it always it's it's a back and forth between the coaching staffs. You always have to negotiate with these types of things, and you know the Eagles have had a bunch of joint practices over the years with Miami. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if they've done Cleveland recently. I don't think they have. Um, but even Miami, they have a new coach. And so things change. Um, and you always have to um, 
negotiate with the opposition coaching staff. But, yeah, you don't want to see your first team against their second team because it doesn't mean anything. You want to see the good players. You want to see Miles Garrett against Jordan Mailata. You know, you want to see the Eagles try to stop Nick Chubb um, and Deshaun Watson if he's there, if he's not suspended, um, you know, uh, taking first team reps, although it seems like they're starting to realize they got to get Jacoby Brissett ready. So it'll be interesting to see how Cleveland handles the quarterback situation. Yeah, really quickly. Um, I heard Tory Smith was in attendance at practice today. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you manage to uh, chat with him, or did you manage to hear? I guess. Uh, I guess it's, I know you said a lot of guys come just to tap in and you know check on training camp or whatever. But um, you know, what was his presence? Um, you know, like you know, being you know being in the building. Um, Tory comes back probably at least once a year. Um, so he's always around. He he loved his time here. Um. You know, he's a Baltimore guy, so he's close. Um, uh, you know, he was really impressed with the Eagles receivers, um, as he should be. You know, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I said it since they acquired A.J. Brown. Look, they haven't done anything yet here. Uh, but this is the most talented tandem the Eagles have ever had, uh, certainly in the modern era uh, at receiver. Uh, they've never had uh, two guys this talented. Um, and we're going to see how it shakes out. Now, still need the vehicle to get them the football consistently. So, That's true. Um, you know, so people bring up uh, Sean Jackson and Jeremy Macklin. Look, great receivers. Yeah, they're not these guys. Hey, man, sometimes it is what it is. You guys, you have been locked in on Football 24-7 with John McMullen, and I am your humble host, Tone DeShields II. Like I always say, make sure you guys keep smashing that like button. Make sure you guys continue to stay engaged, commenting in the live chat. Um, also, make sure you guys are subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel and hit that notification bell. On top of that, if you want more from John McMullen, if you want to read his uh, articles, also, if you want more from Joe Sensolaquito and Paul Domowicz, you guys can check out their articles they're writing on jkibsports.com. That's J-A-K-I-B sports.com. And most importantly, make sure you guys be on the lookout for the best post-game show in town, the new J-Kib post-game show that has Seth Joyner, Mike Missinelli, Derek Gunn, and Devin Kane. And you'll be able to catch that live every Eagles game day. About two to three minutes after the game ends, these guys will be going live from Ocean Casino Resort and their new sports book, The Gallery. There you can take care of all your sports betting needs. You can eat good food, get great drinks, and you'll be able to catch the ultimate vibe listening to live post-game action with Seth Joyner, Mike Bassanelli, Derek Gunn, and Devin Kane. You'll be able to catch that live on YouTube and on the 6abc.com website. Again, man, this post-game show is going to be electric, and you guys do want to be in attendance, in attendance and you don't want to miss this. Now, as I always say, you guys, we appreciate you for locking in on the content. This has been Football 24-7 with John McMullen, and I have been your humble host, Tone DeShields II. One love, stay humble, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay hungry, guys, and take care.